This podcast is made for fun and is not subsidized. I'm your host Arinda and today we are talking about Power Rangers the movie from 2017 with Spoon 2006. A group of high school students who are infused with unique superpowers harnessed their abilities in order to save the world. Those high school outcasts stumble upon an old alien ship where they acquire superpowers and are dubbed the Power Rangers. Learning that an old enemy of the previous generation has returned to accept vengeance. The group must harness their powers and use them to work together and save the world. So this time we do things a little different. We, me and my fiance Spoon2006 watched this Power Rangers movie from 2017. We love them. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series and we compare it a lot with in this movie. So this is what we had to say about it. Well hi everyone. Today we are talking about um, the Southbound's Power Rangers movie 2017. Uh, as you know, me and my fiance are quite a Power Rangers fan. Uh, but we didn't see this movie yet till yesterday it's a quite different one story we know of power range and especially because also mighty marvin power rangers is one of our favorite and um what this is really also a little pre-story of zordon how zordon was and became and we see in the first part of the movie that Zordon is this alien who was crushed on our planet Earth very much many years before and he was the Red Ranger. And Rita Repulsa was the Green Ranger. So when you see that moment, you could already think about yourself, okay, why was Rita the Green Ranger and is that why Tommy became at first the bad Green Ranger? I must say Rita is looking very, very different than the TV series and is even, well, the TV series we know her as this Hysterical, bad, evil Rita Repulsa. This one is very, how can I say it, hard and powerful in the way of she really works for what she wants. And later on in the movie, you see that she's building Goldar. And we all know Goldar as that flying, talking monkey. As in the first movie, as in this movie, you could see it's totally different Goldar than in the series. And in one way, it's weird because we don't know it like that. And although I must say that Rita's stuff, I like that one. I like that better one than in the series. The series is just too big, too huge and too obvious and this one is was one very suits her. So the next scene is is that we see Jason bringing a cow into school and being a prankster and running from the cops etc etc and he got a very bad accident. And 
in the beginning I didn't like him because he was so full of himself and then he got for that prank he got uh, the tension all his remaining school time and that's where he met the other rangers and in particularly Billy well Billy in this movie is a afro-american and Billy is a big big crush pilot because he is so clumsy in the beginning that it's just almost funny and yeah it's just Billy and Jason stood up for him and he didn't just stick up for him he slapped him true <laughs> that was funny and also um i made him look about the size of a chihuahua <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah in that case um but also that scene reminds me of that one episode in what was that one was that the mystique i can't remember but there was one that the red ranger was stood up for uh, to a bully and that reminds me of it i can't remember what series it was but okay um the other rangers and i must say the other characters of the rangers are very very different than the series for example kimberly we know Kimberly is that sweet little girl who needs Tommy's protection, etc, etc. But in this movie, she is a kind of rebel and she's kicking ass more than even Jason, the leader, is doing. So, and we also like Trini. Trini was more focal than she used to be in this movie. It was, yes, she was a rebel too. She did what she wants. But... At the end, she make friends with the rangers. Well, we had, uh, we talked about Billy a little bit. Billy is a, in the beginning, he was a really crush pilot and, but still a genius. I must say in this movie, there is a lot of comedy. I really loved that. For example, when Billy went to that mining site and just in honoring of his dad and he wants to blow up that part, piece part of mine and he forgot a, a, a threat to connect with the, the device and he said okay why didn't it blow up oh threat so he put that instead of turning off the device he let it on and as soon as he connected the threat with the device that dumb thing explode with it, Billy with it. So in one way it was very funny, and and but after that, uh, not even that because they just uh, had that crash with the train accident, and that was the moment that they were protected by the Power Rangers power or, the, like they said, the Zeo crystals, and. That makes a little bit of confusing because there was a Zeo Rangers um, series, but I think this is even more uh, pre Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But it's the the great thing of this movie is that they showing you how the Power Morphin grid works, and I say this because I'm not really a Comic Con reader or comic reader and i'm not really a uh i don't play the power rangers game so i only base my fandom a little bit on the collection we collect and the series which i love we were that crazy that we have seen all the series in timeline after each other so that was a big Major thing. I, I don't know if it's before or the way it was set out. It's definitely before with the history. At the end of the film, without saying too much, 
It's almost like it was staged after. That's the confusing thing because we and that's the, the, the that's the difference between Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and this movie is that they morph in in the power grid and we know only using the coins and that was another confusing thing as well Rita was looking for the Xeon crystals but we don't see the Xeon crystals in this movie they talk about it and they say well if you are connected you can morph and they morph without the morphers from for example might morphin so they only have coin and so I don't know if this is really before uh, Mighty Morphin or just between Mighty Morphin and Zeo. Um, so they find the coins in just frozen ice and um, yeah, frozen ice is the wrong word. It's more like a combination of <coughs> frozen ice and uh in the mining ground it wasn't ice it was like crystalline type stuff wasn't it i don't know weird well weird is maybe the wrong word but okay um the only thing uh, one we don't talk about yet is zax and i must say zax is a very daredevil and although he has a a uh, sad background because his mom is ill and he is the only one who he doesn't go to school he uh, he does go to Angel Grove but uh, does a lot of other things and just hopefully take care of his mom it was like the complete opposite to the original series and the original Mighty Morphin movie yeah and I think after watching it two times, I'm liking it more than I thought I would do. Instead of having five teenagers that were the <sighs> pinnacle of the school, the or happily yeah teenagers, normal teenagers. But they were mighty morphin. It was high grades, popular. Did everything good. But they were the outcasts. And, and these were the complete opposites to it. It was detention, Jason with the cow. I have no idea what Billy had done. Billy blowed up his uh, lunchbox. Oh, yes, that was funny. I Yes. There's so much humour in this. And you don't need Bullet School for it to get a humour, right? Yeah, Kimberly, which... She was a badass, but also, and that's what, what, what I think was really weird in a sense, because you think, okay, Kimberly is badass as a rebel, and she took, really took the lead in some things, that you were thinking, okay, Kimberly is the leader, but Jason, the Red Ranger, was the leader. In a sense, yeah, but I thought in that final fight, yeah, she was definitely leading. I think till point... Uh, then, uh, but I think that's because she has that attitude, and because she was in the air, she could see the whole battlefield, mm. and the ones on the ground couldn't. And now we are talking about the last battle, um, and actually we don't have to do that, but okay, um, you could really see the new Zords. They were realistic in a sense. In However, I, I'm a Martin Morphin fanboy, whatever you want to call it. The classics always are nostalgic, but I will say they did a good job. They did a good job. Ish. Ish, that's what my point is. But I think I, it, it suits maybe in the, in the thinking of what the movies already are. And what there's always been in there. Look, for example, to uh, Goldar. That was not the Goldar we know, love, and hate. Like I said, a flying talking monkey, that wasn't it. 
No, it wasn't. It was just like a... It was kind of a cross between Lost in Space, the modern version, with all the visual effects, with the face, as you can see, like that glowing, lost, and the glow, red and blue and whatever else. He, there was no sense of humour from him or quick-witted lines. He was just silent. Yeah. And, and that was not was... the Goldar we like. No, yeah. Goldar was like uh, all melted... Gold. Gold. Yeah. And that was it. And that was it. And all the putties. What? They weren't clay, they were stone. Putties were so ugly. And if you know the the, the putties from the series, this was so totally different. It was like a Fantastic Four, the stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um. In a way, because they, they, they also took... Uh, garbage and etc. with it in, but okay, that was. Um, if I'm coming back to the real storyline, uh, where are now that the Rangers have that train crash and they wake up with all the big powers of the Power Rangers? The coins save them. You don't see that in Mighty Morphin, though. No, and this isn't a comparison, but it reminds me f- uh, at Spider Man, yes. 100%. They are, and, and that's, and now I'm going to say, um, there were so much Easter eggs that you remind of other movies or series, like, for example, the Zords. If you see the Mega Swords, the Mega Swords is really like Tron, Transformers, um, a little bit of Gun Wing, and, um, what was the other one? What we had? It was Pacific Rim. And Pacific there was also Rim. Something else as well. I was lost in space, but something else has come to mind as well with it, and it was. Yeah, you see that to hold of the whole film, and I like that in a way because it is in one way familiar. Thor. 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 Uh, Marvel Thor film, and it was that beast, that one with the fire. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. The very first one. And that's what the Goldar reminded me of in that one. Hmm. The Rangers have that collision with the train. Then they wake up with those superpowers. But, meanwhile, Sam's father... I'm thinking of Billy Cranston at the moment. Oh, dear. <laughs> you mean the big blowout? No. What? Not the oh, with the door! Blowout. With no. his door! No, even better. With the bully. Oh, the Yes. Oh my god, that was so really funny. And and he was so, how can this be? I can't be this strong. It was, he tried to break, the bully tried to break his wrist. And then he tried to headbutt Billy. And in the process of and headbutting Billy. And that was the scene, that was the scene that reminds me from Star Trek with Data and that Klingon. Yes, thank you for that. And then the bully gets knocked out clean. And then when Kimberly has goes up to Billy in the mess hall, whatever. I was like, she's talking to him? He was the talk of the the whole school, I guess, yeah. that Billy, the, the weakling, has encountered the bully and just kicked his ass. That was really funny. But what I was saying, uh, meanwhile, Scott's father is a fisherman. And they were fishing and the sea went rough and that was the point that uh, they went to go back to the harbor and in the fishing net, Scott's father found Rita. And so she wasn't alive or whatever yet. And that was a real, uh, she, well, she is not mother's finest, but um, you could see it's Rita. And... Um, but I also noticed that the Power Rangers already wear those colors of the Power Rangers itself, which color Power Ranger they are. That was really funny because that reminds us also back to the series. Um, there was, after Jason, Kimberly and Billy met in the cafeteria, they say we need to find the other two, Trini and Zax, to join us and figure out what the hell this is. And, well, they found 
Zach's exploiting and getting more out of the mine and well Trini was there too and uh, they went to chase her and then she made a very very far and high jump over a cliff that only sense of Spider-Man could do or of course Superman and uh, they jumped after them and Billy was the last one he had no confidence in it but okay he will give it a try because he got superpowers so Billy jump and he just managed to get over it so he was um, celebrating that he went and jumped over and um, he lost his balance and he fell in the refrain and everyone thought he was die but there was a kind of a cave and that cave was the entrance of the command center and command ship of Zordon and uh, well they fell uh, they, they jump all in this cliff and they ended up in a pool and when they touched the pool they were glowing up in the color of their power ranger and so billy went a little bit further than that and he managed to find the entrance of the command center and it was really really like an uh alien ship on the ground it reminds me of alien and it also reminds me Lost of, of um what was that film the uh, that really old film that that kid who travels the aviator okay have you seen that i have seen the aviator my dad but then it was with leonardo dicaprio and i don't think you mean that one no it's the original one with all the shiny stuff in and when he gets the seats and that oh it reminds me of that it does remind me also and this sounds weird as an undine ship from Star Trek. It's not biological, but the whole form and eventually where Zordon is gone. Normally you see Zordon in that glass thingy, but now it was like the, uh, there was a uh, artist who made those and there in that wall is Zordon. Um, it was, the whole theme of the shit reminded me of the Terminator films. With the shiny, but with the shiny walls, the floors, and they've taken so much from so many films, so many little ideas. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's very noticeable. But then they're gonna meet Alpha, Alpha Five, which is one of my favorite characters at the Mighty Morphin. They pimped up Alpha. He slapped Billy. <laughs> and others. But he is so funny. But they really, really pimped up him. And I really liked it. And, but I think he's also more funny than the original. And to come back on that ride, we know the I.I.I. from Alpha like, I.I.I.I.I.I. <laughs> well, the Alpha from here was... Ay, 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 ay. Very low and alpha speaking. That is not the alpha. That is not the alpha we know. He was pimp. But I really adore alpha. Alpha is not only the connection between Zordon and the, uh, the power range, but he is the one who has to teach <coughs> literally the power rangers how to fight. That was the funny thing. The pit. Yeah, the pit. And also, that remind me of so much battles from so many different movies and series that I was thinking, okay, but okay. They uh, they trained without the Morphin suit already. They had the, the powers, but without the armor, as Alpha put it. And Zordon put it. But Zordon, I hate to say it, I didn't like him. No. Not at the start. No, me neither. But I must say, 
if this is the pre-story from the Mighty Morphin, I can imagine why Zordon is like that. Because Zordon used to be, of course, his own alien body, his own alien self, and he has to be that. Uh, but Alpha managed to keep his conscience in the computer. And Zordon is seeing failing of the power rangers and he thinks that the power rangers are not worthy enough to be power rangers so in one way i can imagine zordon changed because at the moment that uh rita had kidnapped all the rangers and killed billy then the other rangers came together and then the power grid opened so there were two options or billy when it came back to life or zordon came back to life and that was the moment that zordon um accepted his fate to be like kind of mentor and guide the rangers in what they had to do which we come back of course now again to rita uh rita was she reminded me of loki that's because she, she wear green and gold. It wasn't that. It was the whole attitude of her. Mm. It was completely different. It was like, I've got superpowers. I'm just going to take over and get the crystal. And there were no, I got such a bad headache. Ah, they should have put that in. Sorry, that should have gone in. That was the Mighty Morphin classic. Yeah, it was. Uh, but that's what exactly with the III with, of Alpha... If I didn't see it in the, the first time, I didn't hear it or see it. The second time, I did, and I went and listened back for the three or four times. I even recorded, and I was saying that is so not alpha. That is so not alpha. But okay, that's maybe that's the decisions they made, and I think we as fan is just. Yeah, it's not what we know of. Mm. So, then of course we, there is a moment of... We skipped ahead quite a bit. Yeah, um, of course, when, when they, uh, they, they started to train with Zordon and, and Alpha, they, at a point, the Rangers were very frustrated and also Zordon. And Zordon went showed them what really happened and what the future will be if rita wins and so zordon sent the kids home but they stayed close and jason went talking to zordon and zordon told jason you are the red ranger you are the leader so do your job in the next moment, we see that Rita was getting up, but also killed people to get gold so she could regenerate. And she ended up in a jewelry store and she burglarized the store in the way of she took all the gold and she even fights the police over it and so she could generate more than ever at a point when the rangers trained without their armor um alpha wanted to cheer them up so he showed them their swords and the rangers were very excited about it especially billy billy was right on oh wow and they that was their their boost to train harder but Zach's the damn daredevil. Without armor, he went and tried his swords out, and that was completely out of order. <laughs> but also, really stupid because that sword went out of the wild. So, if we, it's it's the same source they have in Mighty Morphin. So, Kimberly have the crane. No, you. Thinking the wrong one, it was 
The ninja. You're thinking ninja. It, it was, was a ninja. pterodactyl, mastodon, triceratops, a form of saber-toothed tib- tiger, if you can call it that, mm. and tyrannosaurus. I fought the wolf as well. No. Billy had the wolf. No, oh no, no that's why no, Yeah. So that was a complete disaster. And they uh, knew now that they had to have their armor to connect with Zords and to have the Zords power. Jason and Zax, they had a fight. Uh, even the girls were out of it and it was Billy who came between them and said, stop being, stop fighting, we are friends, we have to, we are in one of this <laughs> all. And that was the moment that Billy, Billy was the first time, first one, who actually morphed. I do like, in a way, those morphing suits, to be honest. They were good. I think they had more budget this time to do it with, so those are a lot more special effects. I think also saw a lot more computer work. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going back to 90s when the original... Mm-hmm. ...to now, it's... Not the spandex suits as they had then. It was like it looked like rubber, didn't it? Almost. I don't know. Yeah, more maybe. No, it's still spandex, but more in combination with everything else. Rubber motor clothes, if I can say it like that. Could have been leather. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was really. I think they used even lead lights to <laughs> light it up. That's what it reminds you of Tron and some of the others with all those. Like the, the chests glow, didn't they? And when the helmet's on, that's like glow in the screen and the visors. Yeah, and and that was the wrong thing, I guess. And that's the stupid Daredevil sex again. He touched Billy and Billy immediately demorphed. And then they pushing him to morph again, but Billy didn't know how to. So, and then Zornum was also disappointed and even a little sarcastic to say, yeah, uh, he just morphed, but uh, can you morph as well? And uh, this is no point and etc. 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 Zornum was very, very frustrated that he um, couldn't get out of the wall. I think he felt helpless and annoyed, didn't he? But also, I think, angry and scared in a way. Yeah, I mean, it was, I don't know, weird in that sense. The Zordon we know was a very caring, compassionate mentor, as this time he was very, I don't know. Well, I do think, like I said before, um... If this is a preview before what happened to the Mighty Morphin, I f- can imagine that because they don't understand how serious this is. Oh if my god, I just realised. You remember the episode, I think it was season three, when they went back in time and it was. Kim, it was Rocky Aisha and all that. Brown the Green Ranger got left in the past with a big rat. Yes, uh, wizard of deception. We saw two certain people at the end of the film. I am wondering now if going as far back as it, it might have been further than what we thought and what the film portrays. Are there the ancestors? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? It's like Star Trek, Prime Universe and Calvin Universe. It's like a complete flip across. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to... They're good changes in one way, but they're also... different. Well... The next scene was, well, Rita get all the gold, but Rita next went to visit Trini in her sleep. And Rita wanted that Trini joined her in her thing and 
it was a little fight. Rita let her go. And Trini notified the other rangers what happened. And uh, once again, Soren said, you are not ready. You, you need to morph. Then they went to the marina because Billy had find out where the crystals are. So the dead ship, wasn't it, as they called it? Yeah. And um, they went to the marina, and that's I don't know if you noticed that, but before they really entered that part of the marina, they get weapons. What essentially will would be their Power Ranger weapons. I didn't see that, but it was like a scene out of, um, yeah. That's the way of watching it multiple times. Then you see it. And of course, the movie on the computer was a little more than on a TV, of course, of us. Because we got an old TV. Um, but that means that the Power Rangers um, visit Rita. And Rita was fighting them and you could see that they all were not ready with it and they uh, Rita had captured them in like fish nets and she tortured them in a way uh, but she knew that one of the range know where the uh, zeo crystal was um, where the zeo crystal was and Talking about the Zeo Crystal, the Zeo Crystal in the series is very small. This one is so big that it is like a uh, cluster of crystals. So they were captured and um, she asked Billy of where the hell are the Zeo Crystal and if you don't say it in one minute I will torture your friends to that and we will see when or whatever i will find the crystals you will be the last one who to die and well she started with zax and within a seconds uh billy gave in and told her where the crystal could be found so um they wanted to uh, get out of those nets but couldn't and um Rita said, also we are, in, a, in, in one of the phrases of, um, you are not alone f to fight me and uh, I will let you go. And she threw Billy into the water, so Billy drowned. And the other rangers pulled him up. And that was the, was the weirdest thing I was thinking. If somebody is, and uh, if somebody has been drowning, you apply CPR, mm -hmm. and they didn't. That was the really bad thing I think that they could do. So they carried Billy to the command center and they asked Zorn to do something about it. And Zornum couldn't. And that was the first time the team really come together. And in one ways, I must say, Rita is really psycho in this move. Really, she is. So when Billy died and the Power Rangers came together, the Marvin grid opened. It's when they got back to the ship, wasn't it? Yeah. Did they carry Billy back to the ship? And... So the grid opened, so Alpha was really excited. Oh, Zorna, Zorna, you, this is your chance. You can go through the grid now and you can be Zorin again. And you saw Zorin disappeared and then there was nothing. And then he came in full fall back in the wall again. Alpha was like, Zorin, what happened? You could go through this. This was your only chance. Zorin said, that was the moment Zordon became a mentor and accepted his fate in the wall. He said, there is only one of us who could come back. And at that point, Billy became alive again. Yeah, and Zordon said in that point, there can only be one Red Ranger. Yeah. Which, again, reminds me of another film. There can be only one. 
Highlander. Mm. Mm. I was thinking in that episode when they went back to the Wild Wild West and there was a White Ranger and, a, and also of course the other episodes between White and Green Ranger. Yes. And thinking about that now, and I think I have mentioned already, Rita was the Green Ranger, so maybe that is also uh, why Tommy the Green Ranger was firstly bad and ended up his... Yeah, it was funny that the green power coin though in this film was the item that was powering her staff. But that was also with Tommy the Green Ranger. The coin. Yeah. Only the coin went empty dad. Well in, I don't know what you call it, prime cannon or the coin was created by Ninja. Which Rita got hold of and then the rest of the power coins they said they found in the desert of despair. Yeah, but that doesn't sound right then. Hmm, which is what the prime was. As this one, they said, no idea where they found the coins, so it could have been before ninjas, but we'd never found out how Rita got hold of the power coin in the first place. Because Rita was the Green Ranger. Yeah, now we do. Yeah. And they're not like the little chocolate treats you can eat. <laughs> <laughs> I have to find a mold for that then. Kinder? <laughs> yeah. Um, so if we go further with it, um, they used for the first time it's Morphin time, and that was not the Morphin time as how we used to in Mighty Morphin. It's not like it's Morphin time, no, it was it's Morphin time, and that was a real disappointment for me, and also that, um. When they played Go Go Power Rangers, the intro team, that was a lot later in the movie when they put the uh, when they went to with the swords. Mm. Yeah. So. But they didn't teleport, did they? No teleportation whatsoever. No, and that's what I. That's what the strange things also was. They could morph because of the power coin and the power. Ranger's power they got via the power grid, but they hadn't those morphin thingies. What? Hmm. There's no belt, was there? With the morphers on it, was nothing. No, the only symbol that's come back in like the morphin coin is when they put all the swords together to the mega swords and those cockpits. Cockpits. <laughs> yeah. Um, were just the coins. And in the series, you ha see one cockpit for all, and... That would have been a nice climax if they'd have done that in the film, but they didn't. Yeah, but okay, um, talking about a little bit of the Megasword, tell me your, what you like, what you did not like. Without breaking too much into the film and too many spoilers, when they do find the crystal, as they say, which you don't get to see, which is somewhat annoying, and what? It, yeah. It's the swords go down into the hole, into the pit where the zero crystal is. But they come out, and it, you can tell. You can just start to see it in the light. It's starting to come together. There's something happening. All of a sudden, this honking zord just comes out. And you just see this thing stood there, like out of Pacific Rim. The um. I can't remember. The Gypsy, I think it was, version of it. And you see on the cockpits, the shoulders are forming in that, and between the TV and her monitor, it was a, you couldn't see the colours on TV, it was very grey, but your monitor did bring the colours out quite nice. And the first thing I said was, it would have been better if they had the smoke, and they had this sword crawling out, and you just saw the silhouette of the massive horns on the head of the Megazord. Nothing. Not even that. It wasn't the square shoulders. It was very rounded. You could not identify what Zord was what, like you could in the in the series. It was just and not what we knew. It was like cross between guns and wings. 
um, Pacific Rim, yeah. yeah, Transformers. And you said about the uh, uh, the robot from Lost in Space. Yeah, it was that glow in the chest. And also, kind of uh, the, face. In the face. Yeah. The Megazord had horns, but so small that it is wasn't suitable for it. It has to be bigger in that, I think. I think that's why. <laughs> there just wasn't the, the nostalgia there, was it? That there should have been with that sword. Yes, it had to be different, but I think they could have done something a little bit better with it. And not only that, it's, it's yeah, like you said, there had to be more color, more uh, clearable with what the swords are and, and, and recognizable. And in one way, I could say it's. That's why when we watched on TV, I couldn't see it as a lot of the swords. So when we we watched it back on the PC monitor, it was a lot better. And but still, it is not even the Mega Swords in the first movie from the Mighty Morphin is better than this one. It was shocking. Sorry, it was shocking. I, I thought the Zord was good. I thought, I don't know how much further we can go. Sure. It's like in the pit, they're practicing the backflip wrestle move, aren't they? Yeah, that is one thing that Alpha taught them. And, but what I still wanted to say was that um, when they hit, uh, tried the first attempt with the Megasword to even walk, that filled misery, and it was so funny to see that they failed at that first. They they have to find out what uh, sword was the part of the mega sword, and I think that was that they had to make that clearer in uh, what was. But it was funny to see how they misery failed the first time and. Uh, then they had to wrestle with uh, with Rita, who became one with Goldar, what was very weird, but okay. And that action in the pit, what they about Alpha taught them. I the first time I saw that, I totally said right away that is a wrestle move. So doing that actually with the mega sword in one way it was nice to see but then the other hand it was weird because it's so human nice but that was also the moment that they had to uh, work together and till then it wasn't like that and they were becoming more and more one as each other in a way i do think those that battle without the mega sword but also with the as the mega sword were good ones and at the end when they are going to kill well yeah uh rita slash goldar they used kim's sword as the sword of the mega sword and you didn't have that in the Mighty Morphin series. What also was strange, and I said that for a couple of times when we were watching it, why did Jason brought his own red sword back to Zordon? Because in the whole movie, they never shown us the sword of Jason. It was in there. Do you remember when they were fighting the putties? And Jason runs out, he's got a suit on, and he extends his armor, and the sword mm. is part of the suit. Yeah. Um, so, there is one thing that we can close with, and that's the cameo of Kimberly, the real Kimberly from Mighty Morphin and Tommy. He's always in it. He did it again, Dad! He did it again. He they did it again. And but what I did like is that they showed them 
and they were ma uh, making pictures with the phone of the Megasword and it's a real good picture of the Megasword. The totally end was is that they have a reference to Tommy the Green Ranger and you saw a like a baseball uh, jacket in green in green so it's that detention room is like Ernie's I start to think about that because we didn't see Ernie's uh, youth center of uh, Angel Gross youth center nope uh, we just see the detention room but the detention room is the center of the bird that is also because they were nobodies and they were up to no good every time ah and there's two people missing in this which it would have been entertaining if they were the uh, stars of the skull, Balkan skull. That would have just finished it off. Yeah, but I think there was already so much comedy in it. There was a lot of comedy in it. There was a lot of comedy. And, and what? You have to think about this as well then. What would Balkan skull add or make the movie better if they were in it? Skulls laugh. Think of mind that then they have to The bully hit the bully bullying Vulcan skull. <laughs> There's one thing I also missed and that was the milkshakes. The milkshakes that's always flying over Bullen Skull. Exactly. But okay. Um that was really a moment that I also thought, yeah, Tommy and Kimberly and when you said maybe it's like an ancestor thing or whatever who knows? And with they bringing up Tommy the Green Ranger, there has to be a following up uh, movie then as well. There was. They were planning on it, but because of the new release they're coming out with, they shelved it. Which is a shame because I think the following watch she would have been quite that good. That would be quite good, yeah. But okay. Well, well good to see Alpha and that again in that version because I thought they were quite entertaining. Well, Alpha was entertaining, but I don't know where I saw that. Or, or it was fan-made, I can't remember. But they made Alpha Mex Mexican. And that was so funny. They were saying, Arriba, 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 you comprende. So, oh my god. I, I think maybe it is fan-made. I have to find and look it up. But okay. Um, thank you for listening again. i see you next time. If you like this podcast... You can like and subscribe on all the platforms. You can also follow and comment on Botbean, Spotify and Google Podcasts. On social media, the Facebook group, the Discord server, a YouTube channel of Arena Talks Fantasy and Sci-Fi and on Twitter at OTFASP. Let me know what you think of this episode. In the next episode we will talk about Pokemon. I am Arena. And thank you for listening to Arena Talks Fantasy and Sci-Fi. See you next time.